everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your coach for this episode. Thank you everyone for all of your shares, all of your downloads. I am loving the the connection. I'm loving the following that we're establishing. And I want you guys to keep spreading the word. Uh, It is very encouraging to me. So as you are being encouraged, guess what? You are encouraging me as well. Uh, Don't forget to rate and submit if you can. And follow me on my Facebook and Instagram uh, platforms at I am Renee Roberts. You can also check out uh, my coaching. If you want some private coaching, yes, I'm trying to remember to put this into my podcast. And you know what? I think we can put this into my um, link also. We'll we'll write that in there also so you can just know where to go. But you can go right to my website, www.iamreneroberts.com, www.iamreneroberts.com. I am ReneeRoberts.com and you can book a book a, a, a coaching session with me. I don't know why I am tongue tied today, but we're going to make it. Yes. So my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing and for progress for your life. So I think what's going on is that I am ready to push your life forward. So my mind is ahead of my mouth. But let's get into this today. I'm sure you saw the topic. I want to talk about blame. I want to talk about the blame game. Uh, in psychology, we call it blame shifting. Uh, so we'll get more into the technology, uh, the technical parts of that and uh, give a little deeper understanding concerning it. But before we get there, let's talk about this blame for an ish, for a minute. Have you ever felt so overwhelmed, so exhausted, so just over it uh, when people just won't own their mess and they're constantly blaming you for their mess. Uh, I think we all deal with it in some sort of way, uh, but guess what? Sometimes we are the blamers. So this podcast is not going to so much deal solely with those that blame us, but it's going to also deal with us blaming others and figuring out what is the psychological uh, disorder. Behind that, okay? And no, I'm not calling anyone psychologically crazy, but let's find out what the disorder is in this area. Because blame is a psychologically abusive pattern of behavior. So if you ever find yourself blaming and not owning, or vice, you know, or someone blaming you and not owning their mess, understand that what's happening in those moments is, is psychological abuse. And you know how I, how I feel about abuse. Abuse of any form is not acceptable, non-negotiable. Uh, we should not be enduring any type of abuse, neither should we be inflicting abuse on others. So we're going to get to the root of this blame shifting. We're going to get to the, the root of this game that we like to play called blaming. Now, when someone refuses to take responsibility, they are literally refusing to be healthy. They are refusing to be psychologically sound. When they refuse to take responsibility for their issues, for their flaws, for their mistakes, and they want to shift the blame onto you, we understand that they are refusing, they are choosing a lack of health. They are refusing to be healthy. And in our journey, uh, as we are developing uh, 
one of the main things is, is healing and one of the main things is becoming healthy and holistic, right? So in order for that to happen, we have to learn how to take responsibility. It's okay. We all make mistakes. We all do things wrong. We all have issues. But when we fail or negate to own those things, we understand that we are in an unhealthy position and we are literally... Um, What's the word that I can use? We are literally shortening or stifling. That's a good word. We're literally stifling, stifling our psychological development. So we want to kind of release ourselves from that today. And I'm also going to get into some things on how to protect yourself from, you know, when you're being blamed. So we're going to cover a gamut of things today. No worry. No worries. Now, healthy relationships should have a balance of emotional power. I want you to hear me on this. When you're in a healthy relationship, there should be a balance of emotional power. Why are you talking about emotional power, Renee? Because within a relationship, when there's blame, when blame comes up, there it's a it's a it's a power it's a power it's a what do you call it power um a a, a power struggle right? That's what I'm trying. <laughs> My producer trying to help me. I'm like, what is the word? It is a power struggle. We're literally struggling for power, and unfortunately, most time. Most times it's the one that is the victim of blame. That is the one that's the one who loves the most, who shows the most care. That's the one who's most dependent. That's the one who who seems to have the most needs. They are the ones that that literally have the lesser power in the relationship. So the one who's receiving on the receiving end and, you know, we would call that inequitable. In psychology, you know, under the equity theory, you know, that would be inequitable. Why? Because we both should be benefiting and contributing equally in the relationship. So when one is doing more receiving than giving, uh, that's inequitable. That is a that's something out of balance. The power is out of balance. And so it leaves one individual left to suffer and left to deal with whatever is put on them. And most times it is blame. This is when the blame game comes into play. Now, why do people blame shift? Why do people do this? I have, let me see, I have five things I want to bring up that, you know, the reasons why they do this. Number one, people do it because it's a defense mechanism, okay? They use blame as a a defense mechanism. It's to protect their self-esteem, to protect their ego, to protect their pride. It also helps them to avoid or deny their own flaws, their own inadequacies, their own insecurities, So when someone starts blame shifting, and if you are the blame shifter, listen to this, because these are things we can work on. We should not be using blame as a defense mechanism. That blame should never really be on the scene. If you are owning your mess, blame has no place there. And a healthy individual knows how to own what's theirs. Okay. You don't have to protect your self-esteem. You don't have to protect uh, uh, your pride and your ego. When you know you're wrong, you're wrong, you know, and then you deal with uh, the things you need to deal with in order to make it right. So that's the first thing. People blame shift because they use it as a defense mechanism. The second thing people use uh, blame shifting for is as a weapon. They use it as a weapon, a a tool to attack you know, they, they, they want to harm. They want to cause harm or they, wanna, they want to injure you. I've heard people say, I want them to hurt as much as I hurt. I want them to feel what I feel. 
And so I'm going to I'm going to use this weapon to just cause or to inflict that harm upon them. When you're blame shifting, you are causing harm and injury to others. So we have to be mindful of that. Put the weapon down. You don't need to have weaponry available when you are in a a conflict or trying to bring resolve in in a relationship. Okay. the third reason they they do it is because it's easier. (laughs) It is so much easier to just blame you. It requires less effort than confronting their own issues. It's easier for me to blame you than to just confront my own situations, my own issues. And and if if I don't acknowledge that I'm wrong, then guess what? That means I don't need to change. What change is needed if I'm perfect and you are so bad? What, what needs to change if I didn't make the mistake and, and, or the reason I made the mistake was because of you and because of what you did. Your, your things, your actions caused me to have a subsequent reaction, which caused me to make the mistake. So really, it's your mistake. Come on. They, it's an easier thing for them. And if that's the case and if you are the one in those shoes, uh, I want you to take a deep hearted look at these things and figure out how to bring some change to them. OK, the fourth thing, they do it to control the narrative. <laughs> any any readers out there, people that like to read? I know podcasters are listeners, but any readers out there? And you, you see good narratives in, in the stories. You know, you, you see how this thing unfolds and, and the, the best part of it is how it ends, right? But uh, uh, someone who operates in blaming, they have to end in the good light. In other words, they have to end on top. It doesn't matter how low they have to put you down or how, how, how high they have to stand on your head. They, they literally have to end the narrative. They have to control the narrative. And they are determined that it's going to end this way. So in order for it to end this way, it has to be her fault. In order for it to end this way, it has to be his fault. It has to be their fault. It's not me, it's them. And so we want to make sure we're paying attention to this whole narrative situation. In a relationship, we both should be responsible for the narrative of our lives. Yes? And the fifth reason is justification. They just like to use blaming as an excuse for their bad or toxic behavior. We can't keep allowing people to use us as the doormats of excuse for their behaviors. People have to learn how to take responsibility for their toxicity. They have to learn how to take responsibility for the things they've done wrong. When, when they're justifying, they're, they're also blocking natural inhibitions because, you know, we all in our human nature, we have inhib- inhib- inhibitions, I'm sorry, that literally help keep us from making morally wrong cho- choices. We all have, are equipped with it. Now, whether those things have become distorted, whether they become tainted, you know, from the, our experiences and ways of life, uh, it does not take away that they were there. And so people use that for comfort. Like, you know, if I can justify it, I feel better. So I'll blame you so that I can feel better. I'll blame you so that I can excuse what I just did. As a matter of fact, I'm blaming you. And it helps me to redirect the conversation, which really started off about me. You understand what I'm saying? So these are things we have to really 
consider, uh, especially in relationship. Remember, we're in the relationship series. This is part two of it. And, and this is important in relationships. This is a very important part of communication, too. But we're not going to go into communication right now. That'll take me off track. So those were the, some of the reasons people blame shift. Now, I want to just share a few damages that blame shifting causes. So when we are blaming people or when people blame us, here are some of the, the possibilities that, that are happening inside of us, the possibilities of what's happening inside of our psyches. First of all, we start being challenged with low, low self-esteem. We, it's hard for us to lift our heads up when we're constantly being accused or we're constantly being blamed when all we've been doing is trying to communicate and articulate how we're feeling. If I'm feeling some way about something and, and, and my, the individual I'm speaking to shoots it down and blames me or redirects it by blaming me for something else, it literally invalidates what I'm feeling and that impacts my self-esteem in such a negative way. And so we have a lot of individuals that have been damaged in the area of their self-esteem because of this, self, this, this blaming, this, this blame shifting. Another damage is confusion. You ever walked away from a conversation just just totally confused? <laughs> like, what the heck just happened here? What just went down? I mean, I was just asking you why you did ABC or telling you how how ABC made me feel. And now it's turned into something totally, it's turned into a monster. And I'm confused. That kind of, that is foolery, guys. And when you're encountering that, the best thing to do is just stop and walk away. Don't get into a, a, a fist fight. And I'm not talking an actual fight, but you know what I'm saying. Don't get into those type of those kind of warfares with those type of mindsets. If you have someone you know they like to play the blame game, when they shift it there, end it. End the conversation. Move away. Walk away. And go re-strategize uh, because it still is important that your voice is heard. Um, the third damage that I have here is suppression. A lot of people have to begin to suppress things because of the fear of letting it out and this, it getting chaotic just from bringing it up. And that's not healthy in a relationship. A relationship should be a platform where you are free to speak your heart, speak your mind. You are safe to speak your heart, speak your mind. And you are confident that at some point we're going to be able to come up with a mutual resolution that is peaceful and gives us the, the flexibility to grow forward. That is what it should be about. But many people are living in relationships suppressed even today simply because they have been damaged along the way being blamed so much being blamed so much that they feel it's better for me to just be quiet than to be blamed again we want to pay attention to that and the last damage I have wrote down, written down is anxiety and you know anxiety is, an, is at an all time high right now especially in the times we're living in uh, you know uh, we're in 2020 as I'm recording this podcast and you know COVID-19 is still relevant <laughs> And people are having anxieties still about it. And so we want to uh, minimize these other types of anxieties. That's an internal anxiety. You know, when someone's constantly badgering you with something, uh, you know, putting the blame on you about something they did or it could be something you've done. But that's not even what we're talking about. Sus, bruh, why are we even talking about that? I came to you about A. Why are you blaming me for Q? 
in this conversation. And so those are some of the damages. Those are just a few, you know, and these I I pull on um, from my research and from my experience with some of my clients. These are just some of the things that I come across on a regular basis and um, have to really help them process through this for healing. And so I'm hoping that in this brief time I'm with you on this podcast is helping you to begin to at least recognize like, oh, my God. Uh, I do have damage in some of these areas and I really do need to start working on them. Sometimes you just need to stop and get some help with it. Not saying you're crazy, but all of us can stand to have a little assistance when it comes to some impairments in our lives every once in a while. Okay, so I told you before, go on my website, book a session. I'll privately coach you and um, we can have an amazing time getting you healthy. Yes. So listen. Here's the last part of this podcast because I'm, I'm watching my time. Um, I want to give you three ways on how to protect yourself from this. I didn't want to leave you with just describing what happens and describing the damage. I didn't want to leave you in the bottom of the bottle. I want you to kind of float to the top on this one, right? So the first thing in protecting yourself, speak up. Speak up. Know your truth. Listen, do not get thrown off by the tantrums that are going to come along with you speaking up. Because individuals that like to shift blame, most times they are operating with narcissistic tendencies. And we already know that when narcissism is on the scene, they don't like to be told they're wrong. They don't like to be confronted about their flaws, their issues. They don't like anything of the sort. If there's no grandeur, if there's no elevation, if there's no commendation or praise, that sounds like a scripture, right? But if there's none of those things, they're going to they're gonna turn on you. So you have to make sure that your voice is always heard. And when they, they start punishing you by being silent or punishing you by, by being unaccountable, You know, all the things they do as a backlash, understand it's a tantrum. Think about how you deal with, you know, how we should deal with some of our children's tantrums. Ignore them. That's what you have to do. Ignore. They'll come around and then we'll try this conversation again. But I'm not going to give into because the the tantrum becomes a manipulative strategy, um, which we don't really have time to get into that. There are so many signs of manipulation. It is crazy. But Understand that one of the tantrum, throwing the fit, being silent, silent treatment, that's all a part of a tantrum and it is all a part of punishment. And so um, walk away. It's okay. Let them have it. Ignore it. Act like the tantrum didn't even exist. The second way to protect yourself is to always remind yourself that this is really not about me. It's about him or her. It's not about me. It's about them. This is their issue. I told my best friend, I am going to get T-shirts made. I'm not going to tell you what it's going to say because y'all going to try to get my T-shirt made. But, okay, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I can trust you. But they're going to say, that's not my issue. That is not my issue. That is their issue. And if you can keep yourself in remembrance of that, it will help you to emotionally detach from what is being said. We're too emotionally attached to what, what people have to say. Like, Look, if you're going to keep blaming me, I don't want to hear what you have to say. 
And I'm definitely not going to have an emotional connection to it. It is unfortunate that most times we're wounded the worst when it's someone we truly love, when it's someone we've been in, you know, like, especially with spouses, uh, you know, people that have been married, people that are have been dating for a long time, and with best friends, people that have been friends forever, you know, with close family members. That's when it hurts the most because you already have a, some type of emotional connection with them. But listen, 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 listen. You have to guard your heart with all diligence. You have to learn how to protect yourself in a safe way where it's not causing you to be stunted in your development, but it's also not causing you to keep getting shot in the back. Yes? So here's the last one. How to protect yourself. Know your worth. I want each and every person under the sound of my voice to make a vow, make a commitment to yourself that I, if, if I don't know my worth right now, I'm going to learn to discover it. I'm going to learn the value, the beauty, the strength that I have. I'm going to learn how to set boundaries so that I can protect this value that I've discovered concerning myself. Because obviously when someone is constantly Blaming, and I call it badgering, but when they're constantly blaming you, they are literally trying to cause depreciation to your value. But you have the power over that. Start discovering what your value is. Start discovering what your worth is so that this blame game can become, you can become immune to it. And immunity says it does not affect me. Immunity says it does not apply to me. Immunity says, I can't go down with this. Why? Because I've been immune. <laughs> so we want to become immune to blame. That's going to be our drive right now. Like become immune to that mess because it just has, it, it has only uh, unfavorable uh, results to it. And you can only do what you can do to keep yourself safe. You cannot control the blamer. All you can really do is is set up yourself strategically, begin to set up your defenses and and learn how to live through it in a healthy way. And I'm listen, I don't know. Y'all just need to come book a session with me because, you know, I'm under the persuasion that when something is toxic and when something is unhealthy for you, it is imperative that you make bold moves and that you make amazing decisions for yourself, for your life, for your well-being, for your flourishing. We have to learn how to start taking a little greater care of ourselves, a little greater care of our psychological and emotional needs. And so I'm hoping that you would take these things and begin to utilize them and protect yourself. It's okay. Speak up. Remind yourself it's not about you. And know your worth. Because once again, You are wonderfully and beautifully created with a lot of value. Remember that. And don't ever get suckered in to another blame game with anyone. Let them play that game by themselves. Walk away. It's the best thing you can do for your life. I hope this has been helpful. And I'm looking forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Until then, have a great one. I am Renee